Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all of the events from the weekend of September 12th to uh, Saturday, September 12th to today, Monday, September 14th. Um, And we are going to get started with the Belgian royal family. It was a quiet weekend for the Belgian royals, as it usually is for most royal families. Um, and then today, um, let's see, we got the traditional weekly audience with the current prime minister of Belgium, Sophie Wilms. Um, so that happened, always happens. Um, but then the new thing that isn't, you know, normal for a Monday is that Queen Mathilde um, gave a quick speech to the World Health Organization Committee for Europe, um, which is having their 70th session, um, I think maybe just today or maybe over the next couple of days. Um, And obviously the focus of this meeting of the Committee for Europe of the World Health Organization is gonna focus on COVID. Like, of course it is. Um, so in Mathilde's speech, we're actually, um, Crown Princess Mary from Denmark also gave a speech as well. So we'll talk about that when we get to Denmark. Um, but Queen Mathilde's speech was really focused on how the pandemic has kind of put a spotlight on um, mental health. And the different ways that, like, mental health can be improved, um, you know, such as access, um, improving access and making it more readily available, as well as really um, removing the stigma of mental health. Um, Because, look, I've talked about this since March. People are not meant to live like this. And we all know this. We've all been living like this. And it doesn't feel good. It's not a fun experience that we're enjoying life through, right? Like, we're finding moments of joy, sure, but, like, this isn't fun. It's a constant stress. You're constantly hearing horrible news. Where I am, we're reaching, I don't know if we're there, I try not to pay attention, but, like, There have been almost 200,000 American lives lost to this thing. Like, it's not fun. And we've all been experiencing different mental health challenges during it. And to not have a way to treat those is a shame. So Queen Matilde really focused on the fact that, like, people are really becoming aware of mental health in this moment and now they can't fix it because it's not accessible and it's still super stigmatized to talk about um which talk about your mental health your mental health is just as important as your blood pressure or how much how much oxygen you're getting like it's just as important um and i think like this was an interesting forum to bring the spotlight to that um but while the World Health Organization is really, like, 
the leading experts on COVID, they also partake in all other parts of health. And so, like, this was a really, I thought, a really cool way to bring this up. Um, So that was a really great speech. It was done in French, which I think is an official language for the World Health Organization. Um, But there were subtitles. There's a YouTube video of the speech, and I'll have it linked um, next week on the weekend review for the Belgian royal family that goes up on thedailyroyal.com. But that'll go up in a week, so feel free to check it out in the meantime. It is on um, the Belgian monarchy has their own YouTube channel, so you can check it out there um, with English subtitles. So that's always helpful if you don't speak French. Um, And so that is what was happening in Belgium. And now we are going to move on to the British royal family. Today was a day a lot of people have been anticipating for um, about a month since it was announced that this would come launch today, Um, but today was the launch of the Hold Still photo gallery um, with the National Portrait Gallery in collaboration with the Duchess of Cambridge, Um, and so this is a project that was launched Again, time is a flat circle and a social construct, so I don't know when exactly it was launched, but it was, I think it was like mid to late May. Um, and so this was something that Kate announced as a way to capture um, the really... bizarre times that the UK and everywhere, but specifically the UK in this instance, is living in. Um, and so there were a hundred photos chosen from like 35, almost 36,000. Um, and so a hundred photos like made it to the online gallery. Um, it's a really, it was a beautiful launch. Um, a couple of really cool things happened. Um, so really late last night, Um, in the UK, an open letter was released from Queen Elizabeth, um, congratulating all the participants. So all the people who submitted the 35,000 some pictures, um, as well as, um, Queen Elizabeth spoke in her letter that she and the Duchess of Cambridge were able to kind of look at some of the pictures and, um, you know, really get a sense of hopefulness. Now, Kate looked through presumably all of them. Um, but I think she may have shared some with Queen Elizabeth while they were all in Scotland recently, um, which I think is just so cool and also a really cool way, um, for Queen Elizabeth to show some support to not only, um, Kate, but the, the country who has kind of been waiting for this too, because it's been like a a bright spot in really dark days and like, oh, we'll get to see these pictures soon. That's great. Um, And then it was also launched, um, again, like really late last night, early in the morning UK time, um, with a really cool video, um, beautifully edited video that had lots of, um, voiceovers. So there was a voiceover from Queen Elizabeth's, um, live address to the nation that she gave 
in April, maybe, um, Kate had done a voiceover. I mean, it was just a lot of people talking about the times that we're going through. Um, so it was a really great launch. Um, there are some things that I'm a little disappointed in. And one of them is that we heard her voice. That was great. But Kate wasn't really involved in the launch today. So, look, I'm not... I don't want to be one of those people that are like, hey, where's Kate? Like, she hasn't been working and most of the British royal family is back to work. But also, like, where is she? Like, what's going on? Why didn't she have something in relation to this launch in like a physical she was there format. Now, look, I know the UK had their new law go into effect today with no gatherings of more than six people. There's a lot of things that like I'm sure played into this, but there had to have been a way to make something happen and it didn't. Um, And that disappoints me a little bit. But everything else was amazing. I mean, the launch video was great. The show of support from Queen Elizabeth was amazing and so unexpected. Like, it was a great launch. It's just for a royal watcher, it didn't really do what I was hoping for. And what presumably a lot of you were hoping for. So, a little disappointed, but overall very pleased with the photos. The photos are great. You can check them out um, online. I think it's like the National Portrait Gallery. Um, You can definitely just Google hold still campaign and they'll pop up. The photos are beautiful Um, and they really tell the story of like what's going on. So all in all, great. Just a little disappointed. We didn't see any physical, like we didn't see a physical form of Kate in any way, shape or form. Like we heard her voice, which is great, but you didn't see her. So, who knows what that looks like going forward, but that was the day for the British royal family, and now we are going to go ahead and move on to the Danish royals. mentioned with the Belgians, Crown Princess Mary also participated in the World Health Organization meeting of the European Committee, um, which she is patron of, so I don't know how that really works. Um, Patronages of, like, large organizations that spread across countries, I don't understand very well. Um, I try, but I because I don't come from a monarchy country, I don't understand half the thing, some of the things. I try and research and I find them eventually, but this is when I'm like, is she the patron for like the Danish office or the whole World Health Organization Committee for Europe? I don't know. I don't know. Um... But anyway, she participated in the committee meeting today as well. And it seems like she maybe opened the session. 
um, because her speech was very short. It was like a minute and a half, um, and it talked about, um, you know, hope and coming together and how the outcomes of these meetings are going to be talked about because we're in the middle of a pandemic and the World Health Organization is more important than ever. And so she talked about that. Um, And it was like a very like, go be productive now kind of pep talk speech thing, which is what an opening keynote is or an opening speech. Um, So that was really cool. And then later on in the day, Um, Crown Prince Frederick attended a celebration for um, new European businesses where a Danish company called Bubbles was um, won the like new European business award. Um, And so Bubbles does like this really cool program to help children um, with ADD and ADHD symptoms to do something um, to, how do I want to put this, Um, to do something constructive um, instead of lean towards disruptive behavior. Um, I could go into a lot more detail, but that's not what this podcast is. if you want me to, I mean, you can let me know on Twitter, Instagram, the website, etc. You can let me know these things. Um, but that one just seems like, eh, I'm just gonna leave that alone a little bit. Um, but it does like a really cool, innovative thing um, to help people struggling with ADD and ADHD symptoms. Um, so that is really cool. Um, Frederick was, you know, there to support the country of Denmark and just be supportive of, um, what the company is doing. Um, so that was the day in Denmark. We are going to skip the Netherlands, although there's a big day there tomorrow, which I'm very excited to cover. Tomorrow is literally my favorite day in Royal watching in the Royal watching calendar. Um, so I'm very excited. And then there was nothing in Norway today either. So we're going to actually skip right to Spain. was a exciting day in Spain today. Um, it wasn't really, but it was, there were events, which I wasn't sure, honestly. So if you remember on Saturday, we talked about, um, uh, the princess of Astorius was put into quarantine because a student at her school tested in her class, tested positive for COVID. So it was really unclear Friday night when this was all going down if the royal family would continue engagements during this two-week period of time. On Saturday, of course, it was announced that they would, pending um, Leonor's rapid COVID test. Um, Obviously, it came back negative because King Felipe and Queen Letizia were both working this morning, um, which is great. So, 
this morning, King Felipe started the day um, by v- visiting the new exhibition at the National Geographic Institute. Um, and the exhibition is about the 150 years that the National Geographic Institute has been in existence in Spain. Um, so, connected but not the same as the brand National Geographic, so like the magazine, the channel, um, things like that. Um, This institute is actually part of the Spanish government. Um, They fall under the Ministry of Science, um, which makes me sound like I'm Harry Potter, like in the Harry Potter world, you know, Ministry of Magic, Ministry of Science. I think it just means I'm in Europe. Um, And the organization is responsible for the cartography or the map drawing and um, the geography awareness um, for Spain. So, obviously, it's celebrating its 150th anniversary, um, and they created this whole exhibition to show different processes um, of cartography over the past 150 years, which I think is the coolest thing. I, (laughs) I think that is, like, a very cool thing that I would love to see. And I didn't know I wanted to see that until today. And that's, like, when I started this podcast, that was, like, the dream of what we would get to talk about. Like, we would get to talk about all these cool things that none of us would ever experience if we weren't talking about what the royals were doing or watching. Um, And this is one of those. Obviously, the year got a little derailed, and it really became here's what they're doing today, here's what they're doing today, here's what they're doing today. Here's some context behind what they're doing today, but it's the same old every day. Um, I still love it, don't get me wrong. Um, But, like, this is what I wanted to be talking about. But, 2020, right? Um, So that was a very cool event for King Felipe. And then Queen Letizia today was actually in the northern part of Spain in Navarra um, to celebrate the opening of the, it's called something very specific. So it's the opening of the school year of 2020 and 2021. Um, And this is something that a member of the royal family, it has been Letizia alone since like 2015, I think, um, will go to a random school in Spain, um, and hang out with these kids and just like learn about the specific school, but also like the whole country of Spain has started school. And so it's just like a way to celebrate the, the start of the school year, um, in a big way. Um, And then each school, like, or each autonomy really gets a turn. Um, So I don't remember if it was last year or two years ago. She was in Astorius. um, And maybe at her own primary school. But that wasn't today. Um, But, like, a very big way to celebrate. And each autonomy gets a visit from the royal family that way. Now, they've all had them within the past three months. Um, but that doesn't usually happen. Again, it's a weird year. 
Um, so Queen Letizia visited two schools, um, a primary school and a secondary school. Um, so an elementary school and a high schooler, uh, high school, if you're from the States and don't know what those two words mean. Um, so that was really cool. And then at the end of visiting the secondary school, she had, um, she held a, um, meeting to really talk about the, the way schools are functioning right now. Um, which, you know, is a, a topic of conversation for many people in the world is how are schools handling this? Um, and so, like, props to Spain and the Ministry of Education in Spain. It seems like it's going as well as it can be. Um, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of schools still to go. Um, but the kids, you know, are children and it's hard to do certain things, but they, you know, even in the primary school, they were all, from what I could see in the videos, all pretty much wearing their masks correctly, um, which never happens, um, at least where I'm from. Um, you know, like this, the, the children were adapting and there's obviously different, um, different norms this year. And, you know, um, so anyway, the meeting was about kind of all of the adaptations to all of the changes and, you know, the coming, um, fear, because let's be honest, it's a fear of like what happens when COVID and flu season combine, um, and what that does to the school year and stuff like that. Um, so it was a really great day. I was very excited. Um, there is, it's not really a big event tomorrow. Um, but like tomorrow, like I said, is my favorite Royal day of the year. Um, so we'll get into all of that tomorrow, but please tune in because I am so excited. Tomorrow is like, it's not like a Royal wedding would be like my Super Bowl or something, but it's a big day and I'm excited about it. Um, so yeah, we'll talk more about that tomorrow, but for now we're going to move on to the Swedish Royal family. Today in Sweden, Prince Daniel attended the event, Prince Daniel's Entrepreneurial Day. Um, so this is a digital forum that brings together entrepreneurs from all throughout Sweden, um, which is part of like the Prince Daniel Fellowship Program and really Daniel's focus on entrepreneurs. If you're new, Daniel himself was an entrepreneur. He opened um, some very successful um like fitness gyms and with high, um, high society clientele, including the crown princess of Sweden, his now wife. You want to guess how they met? Um, they met at the gym, just so you know. <laughs> um, and so this is something that he is really passionate about. It also explains his work around, um, access to physical health and activities. Um, 
but during this forum about entrepreneurship, um, it was really all about different ways, like different ways for entrepreneurs to brainstorm different ideas, um, which I think is so cool. And um, at the beginning of the, so he opened the session and talked about um, the Swedish attitude of contributing to their country in whatever way they can in this really bizarre time that we're all living in. Um, so really cool thing there. Um, but that brings us to the end of the podcast. I will talk to you guys all tomorrow. Um, and until then, enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.